Miller. Welcome to Tiger Turf Talk. We're excited to be partnering with the Toro Company to kick off an all-new summer series focused on their upcoming Grounds Leadership Academy happening in June. Over the next 10 weeks, we will be releasing podcasts following Drew's road trip to Minneapolis and back, where he will be meeting with grounds professionals across the country. Please join us as we talk about their careers, the properties they manage, and their favorite Toro equipment. This episode of Tiger Turf Talk is brought to you by the Toro Company. For over 100 years, the Toro Company has been a leader in innovative solutions for turf maintenance. Through a strong network of professional distributors, Toro proudly offers a wide range of commercial-grade equipment. Visit Toro.com to explore their full lineup of products. All right, welcome back to the Grounds Leadership Podcast Tour here at the headquarters of Toro. We are here at the Grounds Academy uh, day one, right? Okay. Uh, we are with Josh Jans, the marketing manager for Sports Field and Grounds, and everybody knows Boyd Montgomery, the regional manager for North America for Sports Fields and Grounds. So, how are you guys doing? How do you feel about the event so far? It has been incredible from my vantage point, you know, for everything that we've done. Uh, so, what are you guys thinking? And it, it's been an awesome event so far. I mean, we've got uh, we've got a great group of people here. Um, and you know, the, the engagement and the dialogue, uh, that we're seeing from, uh, the customers over, you know, the topic, uh, today was sort of, uh, themed leadership. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I think, uh, uh, everybody's been engaged from, from the keynote at the start. Oh, yeah. For uh, sure. And, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's been great to see this, uh, interaction with the group. Absolutely. Yeah, I would agree. I would say the engagement's been the the biggest thing so far. You know, you get a group of this size together and just making sure that everybody's having a good time. They're part of the conversation. I think the panels have been incredibly interactive, which has been really helpful. That's, yeah. that's been a big deal. Thank you for being part of our panel. <laughs> Again, way. I don't know why I was chosen, but I appreciate it. And it's been awesome for well, sure. Yep. You've definitely had some great answers and it really helped the conversation. So I pr- appreciate that. that. I try. You know. Yep. But yeah, day one's almost in the the books here. It's, yeah, I mean it's been awesome, and what what you guys should commend yourselves on is the the group that you guys created. Right. You know, there are so many different areas and so many different people that it, it's just such a cool group. And the people that you've been able to meet for the first time, the people that you sort of seen from afar for a long time, you're meeting for the first time, and then just good friends that you just know. You know. Right. Right. Uh, so I sort of want to get into that process for you yeah. guys. Obviously, just sort of planning out something that, again, I was talking with Matt. I was like, this really isn't something that's necessary to do. You know, Toro is a brand that's just so well known and we all love it already. Why do anything for us? Right. Yeah. So what? And again, not in a bad way, but like what was the sort of the process? This is the first year of the Grounds Academy yep. uh, leadership ground. Sorry, yep. I'm botching the name. Apologies. No worries. The Grounds Leadership Academy. Grounds Leadership Academy, guys. Remember that. No, I'll I'll go back. Uh, You know, we've been at the Toro Company. We've been doing a customer event, um, you know, going back probably 20-plus years. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, it's had various names over the years. Um, Started out as sort of the professionals uh, club, and uh, then we turned it into the SF&G forum for a number of years. And um, those, those... events were great. Um, mm-hmm. We got a good cross-section of, of customers that would always attend it. Um, but the challenge was is, you know, and, and the way we approach all this, we want to learn from our customers. We, we That's really the key when we bring customers in. 
uh, understanding sort of what are their pain points, what are their problems that you're dealing with. And, you know, to be able to get, um, you know, 35 people in the room and For have sure. conversations around that, um, it just, it, it's a tremendous value to us. So, you know, why do we bring people to Toro? It's because we want to, to understand some of the, the, the prom, problems, the dilemmas that they're, they're fighting and, you know, our engineers, our marketing folks that they will be engaged with over this event, uh, listen deep and they listen, you know, they absolutely real deep to understand that problem. So when they're looking at uh, product development, when they're looking at, you know, where do we need to go with uh, with certain spaces, um, they have that that probably broader picture, truer picture of where they need to focus their efforts. And I think that's what's so incredible about Toro. You know, there are so many people that build a product and just uh, what you get is what you get, you know, like we'll make tweaks along the way when we feel like the need is necessary. But from the product manager that I talked to, to the reps and everyone, there's always an evolution of trying to figure out what's next and what's best, you know, for you. And what is really cool, some of the product managers I've met have 15 years experience, whether that's golf or sports fields or whatnot. So they have all of that information that they can take from their experience and say, Hey, I completely understand where we're going with this, but there's a couple things that I would recommend based off of what I experienced, you know, uh, whether that's the new technology coming out, how is that going to impact how certain spaces operate? I think that's just what's so incredible about sort of what you guys have built here and it's truly incredible. So sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but from your side of everything, getting prepped for the event, everything getting out, obviously we, we talked, all of us talked a lot early, early on about being on a panel, which again, thank you. But, uh, (laughs) there are so many things that even the attendees don't understand what go into this event, planning it, having the right times, the, the scheduling and all that. And it's, it's awesome. What yeah. is that like? Sorry. Yeah, for us, I mean, you guys kind of hit on it a little bit, but the the cross section of folks that are here is is really important, right? We have everybody from K through twelve to, you know, higher ed, municipality spaces. We have you know groups from from pro sports, and you don't always have a space for those groups to really get together and talk about the industry. And um, you know, there's so many things that everyone's facing, but they may not really always see what's happening in these different segments within the. For sure. So I think that the thing that's been really impactful over, you know, this first day is just having that interaction of folks of like, well, this is what I'm seeing here at my municipality. And this is what I'm seeing here at my pro sports team. And, and the interaction of like, well, we're facing a lot of the same problems. Mm-hmm. Let's let's talk about how, you know, maybe you have a solve for something that I'm going through. And that was really important for us for this um, event in itself. So as Boyd and I were talking about, it, we really wanted to get the right folks in the room to really have that engagement across, but mm-hmm. also we wanted to give back to the industry and making sure that there's educational sessions that you all can walk away from of, you yeah. know, I really took something away from Toro than more, more than just, Hey, I got to ride a mower. Or I got to utility <laughs> vehicle. Yeah, no, no, for sure. Yeah. You know, the, the one thing I will say, will, will add, you know, a lot of our, our previous events really were probably a little bit more focused around product mm-hmm. um and rightfully so because you know we'll we'll, we'll give folks a peek behind the curtain yeah. when they come to these yeah, type yeah. events and and sort of 
get that initial feedback. You know, is it on the right track? Is it something that, you know, resonates with them? Those type of things. For sure. Um, this event, we really wanted it, uh, you know, really wanted education to be the key takeaway for, mm-hmm. uh, for the attendees. They'll see some products and they'll see some, you know, still get to have the fun, some, some, yeah. some neat things that, yeah, for uh, sure. you know, are coming down the road. But, uh, you know, for the most part, this is uh, an event that, you know, when they uh, leave here, you know, at the end of uh, the end of the event on Thursday, um, I hope they they feel like they, they got some education out of this and they've got a new network of, of peers that they can Absolutely. You know, pick up the phone and call when they have have questions and for sure. We talked about that a little bit earlier today, too, is just that relationship piece, right? That yeah. network, as Boyd was talking about, walking away with, hey, you know, I met somebody on a, a pro sports team or I met somebody in a different municipality and mm-hmm. you have a new network of folks that you can reach out to and, and Absolutely. call on for, hey, I'm, I'm going through this issue, right? Yeah. And I think that's a, that's a really big piece of why I'm here at Toro is just the relationship piece. Right. It, it's it's much more than just selling red steel. It's it's about creating relationships for your customers, but also solving problems, as Boyd mentioned. And um, that's why it's exciting to have events like this. Yeah. So I've talked about it with a few people because it's such a unique event. Why leadership? You know, that's something that we as an industry don't. It's not highlight, but, you know embrace the significance of you know it's something that's so critical that we don't ever take a step back and say is it me is it my leadership that is causing the problem is it something that's going on with our crew why leadership and why this event do you guys think is so critical to focus in on that yeah you know i think i i think it i can't remember if jeff said it this morning or or what but you know when you you look at the, the customers that are in the room um they're all leaders um, and they all wear the leadership hat if they don't want to recognize it or not. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I think, you know, what, what you find with events like this, it's, um, it's getting a better understanding of not only what are some of the components and, and attributes of, of leaders, but, you know, how do I start to look internally at myself mm-hmm. and get a better understanding of how that fits me? And, yeah, yeah. You know, um, there was a ton of different conversations going on today around different aspects that, you know, I, I'm sure a number of the folks that were in the room were sitting there going, hmm, am, I, am, I the, am I that way? Am I doing it that way? The you reflection. Know, oh, I, can, I can reflect on yeah. some of that stuff. And maybe, you know, if they walk away from here and say, I need to focus on that to maybe change a little bit to, to better my team, you know, they, they, that, that's a home run to me. Absolutely. Yeah. And sometimes you get so stuck in your day to day, right, that mm-hmm. you don't recognize that there's opportunities for leadership in everything that you do. Mm-hmm. I think giving the opportunity to really shine a light on some of the work everyone's doing and, and seeing how they are leaders and their their work and with their teams and, and all of the, the people that they work with, not only with their direct reports, but even you know leadership across their, their management team or mm-hmm. any of the other stakeholders that they work with. Yeah. So, so it's definitely an important thing to, to put into practice and shine a light on, and um, hopefully they'll get some skills coming out of this too that they can yeah. bring back to you know their municipality or their school. De- definitely didn't learn it from me, but yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't sell yourself short. Uh, um, so planning something like this out, you know, there are so many incredible things that we're doing. Mm-hmm. The Twins game last night was incredible. Um, 
I, it was funny when I was reading the schedule and I got to talk with like, we're going to the Vikings facility here in a bit. I'm like, what? It's this T, uh, what is it? TCO. TCO. I'm like, I'm just assuming that's a room in the building, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what do you guys really focus in on when you're planning this? You know, like we yeah. want, you guys want it to be an event that people, you know, cherish. And yeah. these are things that are making it so simple to cherish, you know, yeah. what is sort of that planning process like for you guys and getting everything right. starts, yeah. starts uh, real early in the year. Let's yeah. so, <laughs> I'm sure, you know, I think, you know, the, the way we look at this is uh, again, t- you know, today was, we had a lot of education, um, you're able to see a, a little bit of product and, mm-hmm. and, and talk to some uh, some of the Toro folks. Um, but, you know, every day we wanted to have something that wrapped up where it gave the attendees the opportunity to, you know, relax, network, mm-hmm. have conversations that maybe, um, you know, talk about a topic that they, they were, you know, yeah, yeah. you know, they heard them talk about today or something like that. So, um, you know, the uh, event tonight at, at TCO, um, you know, I think – you know, at least I, I remember back in my days, it was just always great to go see, a, you know, somebody else's facility. Absolutely. Um, there's always little tidbits you can take away from it. Um, and then also to enjoy just a wonderful meal that uh, yeah. that the TCO group puts on. It's, it's awesome. going to be a fun night. That's incredible. Well, I know, um, I think it was last fall, um, Boyd came over and he said, hey, I want to talk about the, the forum for next year. I'm thinking about rebranding it. I'm thinking about you know, making it a, a slightly different event than we've done in the past. And he kind of ran this idea of you know, really pulling in the education pieces, really focusing on, you know, meeting the need across, you know, multiple segments within what we consider grounds, right? Mm-hmm. And um, we really were able to to think through that. We met as a team, came forward with what we felt was going to be a really big opportunity and in, in more than just, you know, showing off product, which we love doing. Yeah, right? for but sure. You were saying just really bringing that education piece forward and really bringing leaders across the industry together. And that framework started to kind of come together and Boyd ran with it to our, our leadership team and, and did a great job pitching it. And they got behind it in a, in a big way. And uh, we were able to put the details together here over the, the winter and spring and, yeah. Um, we're really thrilled with how it's come together. We we had great reception from folks. We, you know, did some advertising and, and threw some things out there to, to yeah. draw some attention to it, and we got great reception. A lot of a lot of people, you know, calling up and and you know showing interest in it. And so um, we're really thrilled with the group we have here, and we yeah. hope we can maintain this and and keep the excitement going year in and year out. Yeah, we want to we want to build on oh, where we're at, you know, and and It's I, already incredible. Where can you go? It's exciting I, to hear. I think uh, you know, I think you know, we we started this was the first year that we actually had it where uh, customers can apply to attend. That was my next and, question. I thought that was so cool when I heard that yeah. that's how you get into it. I was like, "Wait a second. That's awesome." Yep. And so you know, we're going to continue to build on that. Yeah. I think to give uh, people opportunities um, to attend the event. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we we want a diverse customer segment. So, For sure. Um, you know, when when we initially launched the the applications this year and got like I think it was twenty five applications uh, in the first week of of having it live. I was like, whoa. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> Reel it back in. Reel it back in. <laughs> so so uh, you know it was it was a it was I guess reassuring for us that uh, yeah we we probably have something here. That we can build on. And what's really cool about that is like you guys are ensuring that you have people here that want to be here. Yeah. You know because yeah. that. 
like you were saying, like the panels this morning, having people interact, like they want to be here. They want to learn, which just makes the event that much better, you know, um, in the future with obviously going forward with the applications and all that, how has it been sort of seeing here today and obviously what we're doing the rest of the week, how is that going to sort of influence moving forward with the event uh, for people that are listening that might be interested in trying to attend in years to come, you know? Yeah. I, th I think the, you know, the, the one thing that we heard uh, years ago when we were doing the forum and it was somewhat frustrating is that, you know, some, some folks wanted to come, mm -hmm. but their institutions wouldn't let them come because they thought, well, it's a Toro, it's a boondoggle. It's you know, Toro talking about Toro. Um, and, you know, I hope that, you know, as we have, you know, our guests uh, this year walk away from it, they're going to walk away from it. Yeah, it was at Toro, but it, it was an educational event they learned and, you know, they learned from. And, and uh, you know, I think that's that's what's going to help build this is mm -hmm. that while you're here at Toro and you're in our facilities, obviously, uh, yeah. we're here to help, uh, you know, uh, help you learn on leadership, you know. We were purpose. I mean, the the agenda. If you looked at it, had sort of key. Absolutely. For the event, leadership was today. We're doing innovation tomorrow. It's um, gonna be awesome. Marketing on 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 Thursday. So, um, it's more of the um, uh, business skills that yeah. I think uh, really uh, you know benefit all our customers that are are attending. You know, and and I've always you know I I was a practitioner at one time and. Uh, came over to what you know they term the dark side. <laughs> um, but, sure, know, the, sure. The reality is, is that um, you know it doesn't matter where you sit. Mm -hmm. um, everyone's in sales, and everyone has to understand that business. One hundred percent. Yeah, because so. I mean, when you talk about a facility, you have to be able to please your stakeholders, understand that your relationship outside of your grounds crew is almost as important as in the grounds crew, you know, your higher ups, you know, it's what's incredible about this event is it's understanding that there's so much more significance to those relationships and being able to have a positive relationship, whether you're talking with like Travis or uh, Tanner, or people who again, firsthand deal with their front offices on a daily basis, like, understanding the significance of their role there, bringing that back to say high school, like me understanding administrators are hard, you know, and, and it's not, it's not always like roses, like everything's perfect. So like, those are the things that I think it's, it's so significant about this event that I think so many people are going to take back. So sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Not, a, not at all. Um, you know, one of the, the fun things that I get to do over the, the entire event is we're going to be capturing content, right? And so we're going to be doing a lot of photos. We're going to do some video testimonials and things to really help kind of bring this, this event to life to the folks that, you know, are interested and will be interested in the future. Mm -hmm. So we think about next year, we're going to have a lot more content to share out there to really get people excited about like, what is this thing? What is happening at Toro and yeah. should I apply? Um, so we're hoping to capture, like I mentioned, some testimonials towards the end of the week and, you know, doing things like this as well. I've got a list. And, I've got a list of guys for you. Perfect. Yep. I, I've, been, I've been taking notes for you. I'm like, all right, these are the guys so we got to get. You're more than a panelist, Drew. It's, okay. Uh, it's, I, there's a little bit, just a little bit right. more. <laughs> but I, all those things are going to help to really tell the story of what this event is, right? And Absolutely. We can put that stuff out in the world and really kind of drive home that message and, you know, really hopefully push more applications for next year and, yeah. and bring in a whole new group of folks as well. Absolutely. Now, something that I think has been very common talking with all of the Toro folks that are here, whether it's product managers or whatnot, is 
culture. And I think that the fact that Toro has such a strong culture and it lends such a hand to what you're trying to achieve with this event, could you sort of speak to that culture and how you guys have been a part of it and what it's meant to you really, you know, to be able to showcase that in a way, but really just bring that full circle to people like me who, again, are trying to come and hear and learn how to develop a culture like this. Yep. Yeah, you know, I will say I 18 years today, actually, uh, with the company. Congratulations. And, That's incredible. Um, parking spot to come. more years. more years. It was one of the first things we talked about when we walked yeah, in. Yeah. We walked in. He's like, there's a rule of 25 years you get a parking spot. You know how many people we have here that have 25 years? There's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot. <laughs> which speaks parking, to yeah. the culture, which is and really why I brought yeah. it up. So. And hence, it's, yeah. I mean, you know, that's, that's the thing. I mean, folks that uh, generally come to Toro, um, you know, the culture that that is, is ingrained um, here here is is just uh, unbelievable. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, you, you look at it; it's it's really a, an organization. Um, you know, a lot of businesses don't get to 109 years old. No, uh, not without, usually. Um, really having a f- good foundation on the culture side, For sure. and being able to be uh, adaptable as you know the industry changes. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, if you think about. Uh, a company that you know we could have stuck on just building red iron and not really embracing technology or any of that yeah. kind of stuff, and I bet you you know we'd have been out of business. But you know we're always looking at how we innovate, how do we continue to challenge ourselves, uh, if it be with new product or if it be with processes internally uh, yeah. here at Toro to uh, make sure that we're uh, we're staying. Uh, relevant and you know we're 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 looking at that innovative uh, approach as we go forward you know one of the one of the things that uh, that we look at internally is we have a vitality index for our products um, and um, I believe it's what is it thirty five percent of our products that we sell in a three year period have to be brand new products mm-hmm. so you know when you look at that type of a, a of a setup, um, you know, you have to be innovating. You can't just be sitting on your lower. Yeah, no, saying, for oh, sure. Yeah, we made it with this. We're good. We're, good. we're gonna ride we're the good. the forged deck yeah. forever, so, right? Yeah. So you know, I think it, it, that that type of a uh, um, you know mindset. Uh, we have a lot of. Um, yeah, I would say, and we talked about it today in the leadership thing. Um, it, it's like a big family. Mm-hmm. We're a really big family. It's a large. Uh, it's a very large one. There's really, a lot of parking spots. Really I'll be honest. Family, <laughs> but you know, that's that's what I think a lot of people look for. Yeah. Um, there's a ton of companies that you can go to work for and probably get paid well to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, you're probably miserable because you're in a you know maybe a culture that you know is adversarial or they're arguing. Yeah, I mean, it's just something that maybe that that won't. Uh, it doesn't really create a good uh, a good culture as you go forward. Um, you know, here, I mean, we're and don't get me wrong, we can object. We can <laughs> there's have, sometimes we, when there's adversaries. We can have, <laughs> we can, we can have some uh, some arguments, but that's healthy, though. I think I think what uh, what what is nice about our culture is at the end of the day, when we walk out of the door, um, you know, we have a common common goal and a common theme that we're we're marching to, and everybody's behind it. You know, so, absolutely. And for me, I mean, I've I've been at Toro for just over two years now, and I, I started during the pandemic. So when I started, people were still working from home, and it was a, a completely different space. But yeah. 
you know, from a culture standpoint, it's really well known that that Toro is about its people, right? And, you know, and Boyd says it's a family. It really is. Everyone's really focused towards one goal and we work together really cohesively, but you can tell they hire for a type of person. Mm-hmm. And I, to me, that's what really drew me to Toro. And I, I was really excited to be able to join this company. And yeah, yeah. I'm 23 years away from a, a parking spot. <laughs> yes. I cannot wait. <laughs> Uh, I will be here when that happens. I will I will come up here for the ceremony. I'll get right. a ribbon and everything. But I, it was it was such an amazing thing though. When I when I started, I had heard so much about the culture of Toro and it even with everyone working from home, I was so quickly embraced by the team. Mm-hmm. Um, Boyd's team, they have a, a weekly call and they, they added me on right away. And I got to know all the guys on the team really quickly mm-hmm. um, at a personal level too. And that, that's something that was really impactful to me as well as our, our product team. Um, everyone engages so easily together and works so easily together because they're so focused on one goal. And it's really that servitude to the customer and solving those problems. Right. And, um, having come from another industry into this, it was it was a change, but it was a, a really welcome change because of that culture. Absolutely. And, um, you know, one thing that we we speak to as well is just how much we focus on the community around us. Um, so, I love that the fact that it's only been two years, but I've been able to do a lot of volunteerism and a lot of things where I'm out and working on field rebuilds and things like that. I mean, how fun is that? Yeah. I, I, that was one of the things I was craving. I was like, man, I just want to get back outside. And this yeah, job yeah. Has, has got me more outside in the last two years than I think I sat behind a desk for the 10 years prior. So yeah. um, Toro has been a, a fabulous transition. I, I owe so much to the culture of this place. Absolutely. Now, Sports fields and grounds has so much going on. You know, um, there's a lot of products being put out this year to come. What are some of the things in the past few years that you've really enjoyed working on? Um, obviously, the Field Pro 6040 has been the up and coming thing. That's just really awesome to see. You know, uh, a new and innovative product. Like you're saying, always looking for that next step. Um, what have been some of your favorite things in the recent years, sort of leading up to this event that you've worked Too on? Many. Yeah, uh, a, we want to hear it. You know, a ton, of, <laughs> a ton of them. But you know, I, I think yeah, you hit it on the nail. I mean, we. We launched a 6040 last year, and uh, unfortunately, with uh, the supply chain and all the Freaking wonderful uh, availability issues, it sort of got delayed. Yeah, and it came out late. Um, but um, you know, it, it that that project um, had sat around at Toro for numerous years mm-hmm. um, before we were able to get it over the the hurdle to yeah. to, to bring it to market. So. Um, to, to see those type of things where you, you, you work on a, on a project like that and it, it gets over the hurdle and now it's out uh, for mass consumption is, is cool. Um, we're going to be bringing, uh, actually, I think next month, uh, a vehicle to the to the mark called Vista, and I've been not on, a golf cart. People no, remember that we're gonna cart. mess with Marissa, but it's not a golf cart. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I've been on that uh, that project uh, team since the inception, and, That's and awesome. to be able to see it come from concept to you know all the different stage gates that it has to go through mm-hmm. uh, for approval to to even get to a point where we're gonna say, okay, let's. We're all in. Let's push your chips in. We're yeah. going to go to market with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just been it's been 
unbelievable. And, and now it's, it, it, you know, it's sort of like when we were having kids, you know, it's giving birth. <laughs> you know, let's see how, how, the, let's see how we do babies. How yeah. <laughs> we can do this. Right. Yeah. Boyd hit on, on two of my favorites. I think that the Vista is super exciting to, to really round out our, our vehicle portfolio, right? Yeah. Like that. It's a really great product. We've mm-hmm. already been able to get out at some really big customers and have some fun, build some content out. Um, but I would say just in the last two years as well, like the UTX, um, our 4x4, which yeah. is a, a fantastic vehicle as well, really built for work. Um, that thing has been a blast. And seeing those things out in the wild now, the four passengers look so cool. <laughs> Everybody get on. Ride. Let's go. Throw a plow on the front if you're in those northern yeah. states. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then also we're introducing um, electric, and that that's a really big piece of things. The big so, step, yeah. Um, we announced our electric E3200, our Groundsmaster 3200, our electric version, um, back at SFMA, and um, you'll see more of that kind of coming this fall as well. And just to make that transition, as customers are needing more of that electrified mm-hmm. product, um, that's something we're really focused on, and it's really cool to see that technology come to life yeah. and what we're doing with our own battery power, so the hypercell batteries that we've we've developed, and um, you'll see some of that in the next I'm couple excited. of days. I'm excited. Uh, at our facility, um, hearing so. it from the product managers, and then being able to go see it's going to oh, be yeah. really cool. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So those are probably the ones that that stand out the most. Yeah. yeah. So coming from the marketing side of things, yeah. uh, you've done some really cool things with just the Vista. Uh, we don't have to talk about it, but some of the things that you're doing with the content of trying to push this out. What does that process look like for you guys when it comes to this is how we think this will play out the best and maybe this idea is good, this idea is not. What are you guys focusing on sort of when you get a new product and you're pushing it out to people like me who are like, yeah, I could probably use one of those, you know? (laughs) Well, so in the last like year or so, we've really thought about how we market our products, especially from a commercial side and Mm -hmm. things a little bit differently. We want to tell the story of the product and how it meets the needs of our customers. So really started with uh, the launch of our UTX product. If you go online and see some of the videos and some of the content we put together, Mm -hmm. really showcases that product being utilized across municipalities and what it means to to really work across your city right, mm-hmm. and how that product is impactful across multiple different jobs. We did similar things with uh, the Field Pro 6040 and kind of an emotional tie to, you know, I'm, I'm more than just grooming a field. This is yeah. really making a difference for that little league in my team or that tournament that's coming up. Right. And having a little bit more emotional appeal for the, the work. And yeah. then more recently with Vista, one of the things that we're we're trying out is is this new series that we're calling Made to Move, and it's going to these. these I love this. It's Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> but we're we're taking Vista units and we're demoing them with some really big customers, some really fun customers. We yeah. started this out with um, the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. We were actually out there. We were fortunate to be out there the week before um, the 500, and they got to um, test out the product, get a feel for it. They let a variety of different team members take it for a spin and mm-hmm. use it for a few days. And then I got to go out there and I drove around with Jason Stewart, the superintendent, and we just talked about, you know, what does it mean to prep for the 500? What, yeah. what kind of uses do you have for for vehicles like this on your property? That's and awesome. We want to continue to do that. We want to continue to showcase our products being used, solving those problems and, and really being a, a part of you know your day-to-day. Um, and telling people's stories, quite honestly. I was going to say, I think that's the coolest part about it is you guys are connecting human beings to your products because that's 
that's what's that's what sells you know i'm not, not trying to play a business or anything like that but like when someone can connect with a person who connects with a machine yes it sounds weird but who can connect with the machine it's going to sell itself you know there's no there's no push there's no anything and the fact that you guys are doing that is something that's gonna i mean hopefully change the game for you guys when it comes to sales even though you guys are probably just fine already so <laughs> but, but you hit it right the the idea of you know, really putting a person behind the machine or yeah. behind the work is really important to us. I mean, that's even, we did an interview with you, mm-hmm. you know, in the last few months of really showcasing all the great work you're doing to really help what is the next generation um, come up through this industry, getting them prepared and really understanding how do I use these mowers? How do I take care of a field? Yeah, Those are things that are crucial to this industry and super important. And we want to recognize that. We want to bring those stories forward because it, it is really important. It's really important to, to make sure people know what's coming, yeah, right? And for how, sure. how things are getting done and shine a light on those great stories. So. Absolutely. The Toro company is known for innovation. For example, the RealMaster 5010H improves performance and productivity. The industry's first and only real mower with a true hybrid drive system. Save up to 20% on fuel use while also lowering costs and lowering the vehicle's carbon imprint. Visit Toro's website today to learn more about this revolutionary mower and discover the power of sustainable and efficient grounds maintenance. We're hoping that we can put more of those stories together. And Drew, we already talked about it. Say, you are making contacts. You need for me, me. I got people. It's great. <laughs> he was asking about a friend of mine who I helped get a program started in California. He's like, Do you know this guy? I was like, Yeah, like, I just sell right here, send it to him. <laughs> That's what this event is about networking, right? Networking, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, Obviously, you know, we're talking a lot about leadership and networking, all these things. I want your guys' personal opinion. You two are the ones that are putting everything on, and we are so grateful to be here, and thank you so much for inviting us. When we talk about leadership, in your sort of own words, what does leadership mean to you, and how significant do you see it sort of in not a workspace at Toro, but just the industry as a whole? I, it's it's huge in the industry. Um, you know, I think it, when you look at it uh, in in the lens of a sports turf manager, mm. um, a lot of times um, I don't want to say we sell ourselves short, um, but we uh, you know we 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 tend to be um, the second thought, the third thought, maybe mm-hmm. even the fourth or fifth thought. Sometimes yeah. when you talk, you know, about the whole entire organization, and uh, I think you know it. it we need to, as an industry, really take more of a leadership approach. And, um, you know, you, unless you ask for it, you don't know what you're going to get. Exactly. And so, you know, you're just going to be content with where you're at. And, and that that's not really what the industry needs. We need a lot of, of leaders to step up and, and really, um, you know, just build a case for why, you know, sports turf managers. Uh, for all the different facilities around uh, around the U.S. and and so I mean it's 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 one of those approaches. I, I think what leadership means to me, um, you know, it, it's it's very there's a lot of aspects to it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think you know we talked about it this morning. Trust, um, being able to sort of have a foundation and and really sort of understand yourself, um, I think is key, uh, and and that makes you vulnerable a lot of times. Uh, when you step back and you start looking at that and saying, hmm, maybe a little polish over here. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, for know, sure. I, you know what? I'm, I'm probably doing pretty good over here. Yeah. So uh, I think, uh, you know, leadership uh, in that that aspect is, is important. 
And you know, sorry to interrupt. Like the what you're saying is like so beyond true, especially in our industry. You know, the the work that's done by you know the professionals and everybody. There are so many people out there that just don't know who they are, right. you know, and I think there are leaders in this industry that can really make an impact on bringing that to light. Yep. You know, um, it's part of the reason I do this podcast. It's just we as a whole need to figure out who do we have to have at the table or what table we need to be sitting at to bring that to light, you know, because you and I and I think we've actually had the conversation about the, it's a memory making business right. at any level, right? You know, it's not professional. It's not, you know, just colleges. Like we're talking little leagues and your products are on all those levels. So that's, that's something that I think is truly incredible about Toro and what you guys do is because you guys are trying to bring light to every single aspect. I mean, motor speedways, nobody actually thinks about that for a second. Like, <laughs> wait a second, there's grass at motor speedways. Like Absolutely. The, a lot of grass. It's just, it's something that I think is so incredible. And I, again, I want to thank you guys so much for doing this, but leadership yeah. for you. I apologize. Uh, <laughs> you know, Boyd really said it nicely. And I, I think trust is a huge portion of it, but I also think empowering your team and empowering the people around you. We talked a lot about the culture here at Toro, but um, empowering your team to do their best work, right? Mm -hmm. Or empowering them to, you know, be okay with failing forward sometimes, right? We talked a lot about that. This uh, I talk about that a lot. <laughs> it's, it, it's so important to have that 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 comfort level and, and to have those leaders that are, hey, it's okay to try something out, and if it doesn't work out, I have your back, yeah, right? And and being able to really help move forward, and I think that that idea of failing forward is such a powerful thing, especially when you're young in your career. I, th I think about your students a lot, right? You told some great stories today. Yeah, get, of, get that F really fast. Right. <laughs> and then move. You know what? That's yeah, right. Pretty much. But oh. that's the kind of stuff you need people in your life to really um, be those mentors and, and to help drive you to, to find new experiences and to grow your career, whether you know, you're new in your career or you've been in and you're looking for a transition, right? Yeah. I mean, I've had some great mentors in my life that helped me understand that maybe it is a time for a transition. Maybe yeah. you, you want to try something. I mean, I came from a completely different industry into, yeah. into Toro, and it's been a fantastic move, but it's because of those mentors that I had in my life, right, that yeah. helped me think through those things. And so to me, it's mentorship, it's trust, it's embracing the, you know your culture and, and really building upon your own values. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of that stuff that we're going to be talking about over the next few days, you know, um, in a day or two here, I'll be doing a presentation on, you know, branding within your, your team about and your, your personal branding. And, um, that'll be really fun just to talk about like, what's your perspective of your team? Cause you know, boy, just talking about, well, sometimes we're second, third, fourth, we might be the bottom of the barrel, but you, you have to embrace what value you bring to mm -hmm. your organization, to the stakeholders you work with. And I think leadership is all about how do I make sure that I'm advocating for myself, mm -hmm. but also for the people that are on my team and the people around me. And we're going to talk a lot about it the next few days. I'm pretty excited to, to see what the, the panel and some of the, the group has to say. It's going to be great. It's uh, It's been fun, though. I mean, it's I think some of the stories you shared earlier were perfect for that that yeah. leadership, right, and that mentorship I think about your students and how far they've gone just in that handful of years and the two years that I've known you, right? <laughs> yeah. It's things that I've seen at SFMA and that's why we love working with you, Drew, yeah. is that, that leadership you have with your students. So keep that going. I'll try. <laughs> I'll try to. Um, 
you were bringing up mentorship, which again, I think is something that again, carries so much weight in any line of work, you know, for you guys, when you throughout your career, you know, have taken on young individuals and been a mentor to them, what are some of the things that we discussed this morning on our panels, but what are some of the things that you really focus in on when you're talking about mentorship and ensuring that you're getting or you're allowing someone the opportunity to thrive, you know? You know, and it's funny, you know, when you talk about mentorship, because I think early in career, and I could be way off base here, but you know, you don't probably think of it in the scope of mentorship. Yeah. Um, because you're young, you, you know, you're you're uh, um, you got different thought processes. I would say at that time, but you know, I think back and uh, you know, when I was on the turf side, we had a lot of seasonal people that worked for us. Mm-hmm. You know, we had to build. You know, it's just it, in funny it's in the same situation that we're in now we're yeah. trying to find people and trying to find reliable people uh that existed back then as well yeah um so you know you have to really quickly figure out what is that secret sauce to you know get people engaged get them involved and and learn the different um probably mindsets of some of your seasonal staff which yeah. That's an investment, right? Because they're maybe there for six months and then they're gone. But um, I remember an individual that, that that worked for me that came on as a seasonal, and uh, he's very young and and very raw. And you know, we uh, we worked for with him for a couple of years, and then we were able to bring him on as a that's uh, awesome as an assistant. And um, you know, he is still there. You know, to this <laughs> day, and you know, it was. I, I don't know necessarily at that time I looked at it as mentorship. Yeah. But, um, you know, when I uh, actually uh, moved into the role I'm in now with Toro, yeah. um, he wrote me a nice little letter um, about how much it meant that I was able to sort of spend time with him and, and really get him you know, focused in on what, what he desired and had his passion for. And that's, that's what I was touching on this morning on the panel. It was like, you don't understand what one moment can be to a kid, you know, like that's, and that's so awesome. And it's way better when they recognize that and let you know, you know, so that's, that's incredible for you. And that's what I was going to say is I think the, just embracing a conversation, right. And allowing that to allowing yourself to be an outlet for these individuals. Right. I think the stories you told about, you know, just being an outlet for their students or your students and, I think that's what I really think about with with mentorship is allowing the conversation to have and, and bringing different perspective. I, I think over the last handful of years, I've I've always looked for mentors um, as I you know take on new challenges or, or new roles, and it's really about you know trying to find different perspective of Am I looking at this the right way? Mm-hmm. Is there a different way I should be looking at it? How do I you know make sure that I'm I'm taking it all in and going the right path and um, sometimes you just need somebody to listen, yeah. right? And you you solve the problem yourself, but you just have that outlet, that person to to speak to. And um, so I think that's a, a big piece of it is just creating those those moments for folks to to talk through it and figure out where they want to go and help them find that path. But also it's that, those connections and that networking, right? Yeah. We've talked about that too. Of, that was uh, my next point was networking. Yeah, go ahead. Just making sure that you're, you're connecting people where you can. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's something that we're really blessed with here at Toro is a really strong network of not only distributors, but customers. And 
you know, if there's ever a question that you have or any of our customers have, like, hey, I'm going through this, I'm, I'm looking for somebody here, man, I, I need somebody to fill this role. We love making those connections. Mm-hmm. We love being able to connect people and say, yeah, you know what, I know a guy, um, or we can find you somebody here or mm-hmm. connect you with this association. And that's a, that's a pretty big deal, having that network to really help, you know, progress people. And we were talking about one of your students last night and how talented they are and, yeah. um, you know, just making sure that they have the, the people surrounding them to take those next steps in their career. Because I think about when I was like a 16-year-old kid, <laughs> if somebody told me marketing was a job, I, what, I don't, so the people that call you Am I a telemarketer? <laughs> right, exactly. But, you, know, you know, now I'm in a career out of it. So yeah. well, it's, it's one of those things you just have to have somebody who can help you kind of see a little bit beyond your your near term. Absolutely. Um and so you touched a little bit on it. I mean, Toro's probably going to have one of the greatest networks ever created in, in an industry when you look at it face value, right? How have you taken your network and developed things like this over the years to be able to assist those in networking, you know, to sort of share the network that you guys have? What has that been like for you? And how have you seen that sort of played out for in- industry professionals all over the place, you know? Yeah, you know, I, I think, you know, networking is 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 a key to any type of uh, relationship building and, and really furthering on um, possibilities as you go down the road. You just never know uh, when someone's going to reach out and touch you and say, hey, you know, hey, I've been thinking about uh, you for this position. Yeah. Um, you know, probably will come on a time when you're not even thinking least, about Least expected, that. right? Least expected. But, you know, they were able to, you know, make that connection through a network, right? Mm-hmm. You, you had, you, you made some impression or some experience with them that, uh, they were able to take it away and say, back in the back of my head, if we have an opportunity down the road, you know, that's, that's, where we want to go. Yeah. so, um, you know, I think that's, uh, you know, that, that, that's huge. And, you know, we, we do have, you know, a pretty deep network, um, you know, through the grounds business or golf business look through that any turf area um, you know, <laughs> and, you know I, w- I would say it's it's good um to have that yeah. but you know i i think we we always strive to continue to you know add more uh to that network and figure out how can we how can we be of assistance um i mean we you know to uh, josh's point we could build red iron but yeah. um what you guys do <laughs> we get a lot better a lot further when we build red iron we also make connections and we uh, networks and, and build those relationships. Absolutely. Well, I think too, it's about creative solutions. I know I, I think back a couple of months ago, Boyd and I were attending an event and uh, there was a gentleman that we knew was going to be at the event. He reached out to us a couple of weeks before and said, Hey, I'm, I'm having a challenge with my, my facility on my field to do this specific thing. Can I just get your thoughts? Like, yeah. not necessarily like, does Toro have an exact solution? Like, and if you do, great. But <laughs> like, maybe you guys can help me come up with a creative solution. We actually connected with him at the event and were able to kind of talk through a couple yeah. different options for him and make connections to really, you know, try out a couple different things that might be a solution for him. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't have a perfect solve right in that moment, but we were able to think through it, make some connections for him, and, and hopefully make it a little bit easier. And I think that's the kind of stuff that's important too. It's mm-hmm. not always, hey, we're selling you a mower, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's about, hey, let's let's talk about what's going on and yeah. how we can help you. I have a, a little poster outside my, my door that uh, 
sort of states, uh, and, and some people get it, some people don't, but, uh, you know, the customer really doesn't care about the product. Mm-hmm. They care about the problem that it solves. So, you know, that that's really... You need it on a T-shirt. <laughs> I'm telling you, do big Toro on the front and that on the back. Yeah, That'll yeah. sell like crazy. Yeah. So, you know, I think that's... that's. Uh, I, I look at, you know, I look at us and uh, anybody in the building, we're, we try to be problem solvers. Yeah. And, Sometimes the problem is is right out in front of you. It's real easy to figure it out. Mm-hmm. But sometimes that problem is, is deep rooted. Absolutely, you sort of have to peel back the onion, try to get to what is that root cause to, yeah. to say, okay, how do we how do we figure out a solution? I love how you said problem solvers because honestly, turf grass managers like thrive in it. You know, like uh, getting to talk to Ryan at uh, Allianz. Got it. Um, being able to talk to him and just how much he like thinks about the problem and how he can solve it and all the things. One of the things you'll hear in his podcast, he talks about his toolbox. I'm like, that's just a simple idea that it's not only about the Toro tools that he has, but like being able to implement them with staff and having the staff members be a tool in that box so that he can have, you know, just there's so many things that, turf grass managers thrive in i think one of those things is the challenge you know um and it's really cool to be able to see that and hear about that now i have a really simple question but it might be hard i don't know if that's right what's your favorite part about toro you know it's simple but there are so many things that you could probably answer with and i know but hard i know what's my favorite part about toro um you know i i think over the 18 years that that I've been here, um, you know, I, I think it's just the opportunity. Um, you know, Toro, you know, rolled the dice on on me when I was uh, in the turf business, brought me on board, and mm-hmm. you know, it's not like okay, you're here and this is, <clears throat> this is all you're going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's you know, how can we how can we ignite that passion for sure um, and continue to have you grow within the organization? Yeah, you know, I think um, you know that that. That doesn't exist at a lot of a lot of places. I would mm-hmm. say, yeah. And, and, uh, a lot of times you, you, get, you get sort of cornered into the into the, into the wall, and, yeah, yeah. and that's where you stay. And so I, I think it's neat to see a, a corporation again, nine years old, with a uh, a process of say, hey, yeah, you're here, but you're not staying here. You're I hear you. To figure out where you know where where your passion is. And yeah. Hopefully, yeah, we, we talked a little bit about it. I, I have to say the people. I mean, it's it's an awesome place to work, and it really is an attitude, right? Everybody just cares so much about mm-hmm. the other people in, in the room. And I, even, I think it's from the top down, right? Our CEO, he's such a personable person. Have a conversation with you. He actually cares about the work you're doing. Like, tell me about projects you're on, that type of thing. Yeah. And you don't get that everywhere. And I, I think that's been really impactful. Um, I, I would also say, you know, the discount is really nice to, to get uh, <laughs> to my, my own equipment at home. I just want to let everybody know, listen to this, do not look in the hallway. There is not one less chainsaw. I promise. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, I think the, the people piece is, has been so, so impactful in the last couple of years. Um, but also like, man, the, this segment, this industry that we get to work in is so fun. I mean, I've been here two years, and I've gone to stadiums. I've gone to the coolest park systems. I've talked to some pretty amazing people at yeah. some pretty amazing events. 
Um, that's, that's something that I love about my role and, um, you know, I don't think you can really trade that. Yeah, for sure. Something that I think speaks volumes to the people and what you guys have here, um, is getting to meet Jack, you know, and his short time here and what his experience has been like and what he's talking about, what he's working on, all of the things that you're just kind of like, this is awesome, you know, and he's excited about it. He knows everybody and you guys doing that for him. That's just something that we want to see for all sports field managers to do for their interns, you know, and it's just, it's really cool thing to be able to see that firsthand, you know, in such a short time, you know, I've only, I met him yesterday. So it's like, it's very hard to say, you know, like, I, it's, I, he's a great kid and he's doing great things. So we got to get him to understand that Michael Jordan is better than this is very true. We should we should st- do a whole episode just on that. And, and he keeps bringing up like there's a generational thing, you know, the the game's different. I was like if LeBron's in the game and back then he's dead. Like he's literally on the ground flopping all over. You know what? I got to give him credit though. He held he, his own. He's, no, he, did. he held his own in the conversation. I would have I would have said you're right. As yeah. Soon yeah. As, like, you know, cuz yeah. immediately there was like four guys that I'm like was no, just no, the no. funniest <laughs> thing from a distance. He's like, "Did you actually just say that?" I was yeah. like, what does it mean? I, but I loved watching. Like he stood his ground. He's like, "Nope, let me give you my reason." Then wait a second. I was like, "Well, that's exactly what I want on my intern." That's yeah, fabulous. yeah. No, that's that's definitely that's an awesome thing. Um, so I I know I've asked you this question before, and it's something that I do for my kids back at Brentsville, and I love love to hear what you have. Um, Obviously, when you first started, there are things that you wish you knew, and obviously there are things that would have helped you in the long run. Um, and there's some, there's a mentor or somebody who gave you some advice that just has stuck with you since the beginning, you know, or since whenever that happened. What would that advice be for my kids who are looking to enter the industry? Uh, hopefully, become a Toro girl or guy, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know, and and I, I think you know. For me, it's find your passion. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if uh, um, you know, you look at uh, any type of job that you're going to go down, um, it's a commitment for a long time in your life. Um, and if you're not passionate about it, um, you're probably going to be miserable. So find your passion. Uh, what really drives you? And sometimes that's going to, you know, that's going to take sitting back and sort of do some internal thinking and and really get a, a true understanding of what drives you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, once you've done that, um, you know, there's there's plenty of opportunity. Yeah, I mean, if you have to be at a place for decades, right, or yep. you got to do something for decades, you better love it. You better be passionate about it. I said it earlier. Um, I had a, a mentor, a former manager, who would say, fail forward, right? And I, that's always stuck with me is this mm-hmm. idea that, you're unsure, just try and see where it goes, right? It, it may not be perfect. Ask questions. It's yeah. okay to, to not always be perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it doesn't work out, understand and learn from that and move forward. Don't look back, right? Fail forward. Continue to move forward. And I think that's the biggest thing. And I thought about your your story of your one student and her incident, and uh, <laughs> I was like, "That was probably the the easiest one to talk about." <laughs> but, but it's a, a like perfect, I could have gone without no one, but that's right. right. No names, uh, but it's the perfect example of like, "Hey, this happened. Yeah, that's okay. We all make mistakes. Things happen. Learn from it. Understand what you did, and go forward." 
Yeah. You know, figure out how to, to progress from there. And I, I think that has always just stuck with me of like, it's okay. Like if not everything works out, mm-hmm. you got to give yourself a little bit of grace. Yeah. But learn from it, move forward and, and try to, to make it better the next time. Absolutely. I mean, that's, that's something that everyone needs to hear. You know, that's both, I mean, passion, everyone, always, it's funny. Everyone always like, why are you a teacher? Like <laughs> you've worked at all these cool places and you decided to be a teacher. I'm like, well, you know, I figured out that another passion of mine is education and that's what I'm doing. So, um, is there anything else you want to let people know about the grounds leadership Academy? Uh, anybody that might be interested in it, any fun th- tidbits you want to throw out there before we finish up? Um, you know, I, I guess I would just say, uh, you know, look for next year. We're going to have, uh, we're going to have a bigger splash hopefully next year, Ooh. um, to, uh, make sure that we, uh, we get, uh, folks interested and, um, you know, excited about the event and, um, you know, I'm, I'm excited to be able to build on this and, and really, uh, grow this into something that, uh, uh benefits, you know, the customer and hopefully gets us uh, a little bit better picture in some of the problems and, and they're fighting right now so we can try to solve them for them. And I would say similar, look for some of the content that's going to be on Toro social pages as well as what we'll be doing to, you know, advertise this event next year. You'll be seeing us talk about it at different association events, whether that's NRPA or SFMA or others. Um, So just keep an eye out for that. And uh, yeah, we're really excited for the next few days and what this becomes over the next few years. Well, I want to thank you guys so much for all that you're doing to make this happen. Let me be a part of it. It's truly been incredible. Um, I'm super excited for the rest of it. Uh, up until this point, it's been incredible, you know. Well, and I, I got to say, thank you for taking time out of your, yeah, your of schedule course. to come. And, yeah, of course. And participate in it. It's been it's been awesome. You've been a tremendous contrib- contributor to it. And yeah, you know, like uh, Josh and I have said, it's. Uh, you know, it doesn't get off the ground unless we have, you know, talented folks that are, are involved with this. And, and thank you for, you know, I'm always here for you. So, so yeah, again, be sure guys to go check out uh, next year for the Toro Grounds Leadership Academy. The applications will go out at some point next year. <laughs> um, it is a phenomenal experience. I highly recommend you guys come. You're going to meet some incredible people. The Toro people are top, top notch. You can't get any better than that. And you want to be a part of it. So be sure to check it out and make sure that you are taking the time out of your busy schedules to come and learn from the best. Let's take a moment to acknowledge our sponsor, the Toro company and their workman UTX. The Workman UTX is tough and dependable with the highest payload in its class. Rugged design, powerful performance, and unmatched versatility. It gets the job done without compromise. Visit Toro's website to learn more.